every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G, and joining me this week, he is the man who's about to get hitched. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? You've skipped far too many steps. No, 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 no. You're you're about to get hitched, man. You're I mean, you're just like. You're, you're just like James in this episode. Um, he, he he had no idea he was engaged. He comes to town. He's about to get married. And man, th- this is a funny episode that we're about to go. Well, let me just tell you, without going too far into the episode, I would have done the exact opposite. <laughs> so I, you would have married her and took the money? I would have taken the money and I would have learned to love her. <laughs> but she was trying to whip you. I don't care. Maybe I'm into that. <laughs> Whole another podcast, Doug. Whole another podcast. This is well, why you we're started it. <laughs> so many jokes that we're gonna um, we're gonna have during this episode. I can see it right now. But this week's episode is episode forty-eight. Everybody, holy matrimony, or translated from Japanese, Gardi and. Kajiru. Yeah, I'm 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 good on that. So um yeah, um well let's let's get the the elephant out of the room real quick. Bro, that was some interview that we had last week. What a fucking guest that we had. Yeah, I mean I was I was so impressed with him. I mean he was he was game for what we were doing. Um I mean, I mentioned in the episode, you know, goosebumps multiple times. Um, I didn't realize he was sitting at a piano because, I mean, obviously we don't do <clears throat> we don't do video. Um, yet. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> so just to have. You know, we had a few little snippets and then we had some accompanying background music. I mean, I. And he was, he totally went for it. Um, he, he, I just, I, I can't say enough that wasn't already said. He's such a nice guy. Su- such a solid dude as well, right? Yes. So it, it was pretty cool having, having good old Jason Page. I want to give him one last um, shout out on, on the show. Thank, thanks again for coming on, Jason. If you, if you end up hearing this. Um, it was a pleasure having you. Hopefully, we can have you on another future episode. So, but, so. Um, I don't, I don't want to derail the recording by any stretch. I'm just going to ask if it's coming through on your end. Uh, a little bit. Okay. Well, my uh, my my puppy has a a a, a rubber pig. Oh. That um. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're you're not derailing. So. We 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 can keep it in. 
no, I mean, it's fine. I just, I didn't know, like, if I was going to bring it up, you'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. What, yeah. What, what's the name of your dog? Levi. Levi. There you uh, go. So. That's, to, to illustrate how strong of a toy that is, my door is shut. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought he was right next to you. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let the uh, um the cat out of the bag. So we let the elephant out of the room, and now we're gonna let the cat out of the bag. Um, there we, we have we, a dog with a pig. So we're and, just and we got a dog with a pig. So uh, so you remember last week how Jason Page was talking about the whole Pokemon um card game is kind of making a making its rounds back into the lives of a lot of old trainers and new trainers. Yeah. So good old wrestling Chris G. Cause, um, oh, my, no. Well, no, 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 no. L- listen, listen what, what I'm about to say. So my in-laws, uh, my, well, my sister-in-law had a, um, a pencil container full of Pokemon cards that obviously she doesn't use anymore. Because um, she's she's a 16 year old girl, and what 16 year old girl is going to want to be playing Pokemon? Well, well, uh, yeah. So she had it, and she gave it to my son. So my son was sitting there playing with the the Pokemon cards, but it's not a proper deck. Like it's it, it it's just whatever she had left, like a bunch of energy cards and maybe a Pikachu here. And a couple um, holographic Pokemon cards. So my son had uh, gotten a decent amount of GameStop gift cards. A decent amount. <laughs> he, he got a lot. Um, store. <laughs> what's up? He's got a store. I know. Well, between me and him, we own GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> but that that's a whole another story. But um, so. My son wanted to learn how to play the Pokemon game. And I was like, okay, I'll teach you. So I tried teaching him with the cards that he had and kind of failed a little bit because the cards that he has, again, is not a complete deck and I can't really show him how to play properly. So today I went on GameStop.com and they have what they call the um, Pokemon trading card game. Um, academy, uh, academy set or something like that. So I went ahead and I bought that for him. So come next week, well, come this Friday, my son's going to have three, um, three decks that come with the trading card game. And he also has another surprise coming because I found a guy who had a bunch of retro Pokemon cards. That he sold to me for forty bucks, and it's over two thousand Pokemon cards that Damn. that Jordan is about to have. So, and this guy that sold it to me, he's like, he's like, I don't know much about Pokemon. I bought these from a storage unit, and um, and it was just a bunch of Pokemon cards that was on the inside of the storage unit. So, come to find out, there's a lot of rare Pokemon cards inside of this deck. So I mean, you ripped rip my guy off. Well, hell yeah. Well, we didn't know 
uh, he he just flipped through and was like, uh, I was like, okay, cool. I can I can snag these. What? How much you want? Forty bucks? Okay, cool. And um, there's Charizard inside of this binder. Oh boy. Yeah, there's a holographic Charizard. So I need to go get, go and get that baby appraised. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so. Um, if and you don't hear an episode next week, you'll know that he's hit a big one and he's on an island somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, the 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 biggest one would be a first edition, which I don't think this is a first edition card. It is a hologram Charizard, but um, all of actually, these cards. Actually, of, who am I kidding? I know that money would be in college funds. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easily. But um, this um. This Charizard is in good shape, but well, all these cards are in actual good shape and they were all preserved. So they're all in plastic. Oh, nice. So it's, it, I, I, I think I got a really good get here. I mean, even if he didn't want these cards at a later time, I can easily go somewhere and, and sell these cards, but I, I don't think I'm going to, as a Pokemon fan, if you're a, a legit Pokemon fan, I don't think you go and sell these cards to really make money. You collect them and maybe at a later time you could sell them, but I don't think I could, I could get rid of these right now. Well, but that's tricky because, you know, we kind of started this conversation by saying that the, cards are experiencing a bit of a a boom and yes. you don't know how long that boom's going to last that is also true you know and i mean i'm not trying to i'm not trying to play devil's advocate i'm just saying like you know you there's never a know time, there's a time to strike when the iron's hot and i think the iron's is hot it's it's been in at least you know what 20 years and you don't know if it's going to get that hot again right <laughs> so right now i'm definitely going to get that baby appraised and then um there's also a bunch of other holographic car i I'm, I'm literally sitting on like over 2000 like pokemon cards well you better not be well no not really sitting on them but they're they're, oh, they're good. like 2000 like pokemon cards that are that have been preserved so i i wanted to make sure that i i brought it up on this podcast because i'm like man uh this is pretty cool and then jordan jordan of course he 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 didn't just want the academy um starter set he wanted a couple um couple booster packs so i got him I ordered a couple booster packs online as well. So we'll, we'll see what he ends up getting. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's something I can do. Maybe I can do a weekly thing where I buy him a deck and tell everybody what I've opened up. That's how that shit starts, man. I know. I know. So people that are listening to this podcast, um, if you want to go over to our Twitter or email us at every Pokemon episode ever podcast at Gmail, and let us know whether you want me to go through and tell all of you uh, what I've opened up or if you want me to do a weekly open on a random five dollar pack each week. Go ahead and let us know. I think it'll I think it'll be nice. Psst. What's up? 
That's YouTube content. I know that's YouTube content. That's the point. That's the right. reason I'm doing it because we're don't about be to giving, open up YouTube. But, but don't be giving it away on Twitter is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, pe- people need to let let us know if they're even interested in that. But yeah, we... well, that's true as well. But I'm just saying like that's <laughs> pack openings, be they IRL or in Madden or, you know, FIFA or um MLB the show 21 any of these cards that have or these games that have like virtual stores pack openings are huge on YouTube yes so just to let everyone know I mean <clears throat> I I will we're about we are getting things set for a YouTube channel. Maybe that's something that I can do. If you guys are interested in something like that, just let us know. And that'll be an extension of our YouTube channel outside of just listening to podcasts that you, you can get off of iTunes or Google. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's perfect. So, but, all right. Well, um, outside of that, Doug, how, how have you been doing? Or... If you have anything Pokemon related, um, how, how how have things been on your end? Because it's it's been it's been about a week since we've actually recorded, so we it's can kind of six catch days. Up. What'd you say? I said it's been six days. Yes, it has. It has been six days. But no, I'm good, man. I mean, I just you know, kind of hanging out, watching watching these episodes, making sure that I've got my my shit together. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. And, um, people that play Pokemon Go, I just got my Sylveon today because they finally released Sylveon in the game this morning. And they were, they were some some bitches. I mean, luckily I knew the trick of how to get Sylveon before, um, Sylveon came out, but they, they wanted us to get 70 hearts with this Pokemon before getting um, your Eevee to evolve into a Sylveon. So, and I nicknamed my my Eevee Kira. So, what's, uh, what's the significance? Uh, well, in Pokemon Go, um, all, and, and as we progress in, in, in the series, um, as we're reviewing, uh, they every time they introduce a new Eevee and it's evolved form like Umbreon or Espeon, they all have nicknames and in, in the cartoon. So in the Pokemon Go game, if you nickname your Pokemon that Pokemon, and the trick only works once. But if you nickname your Eevee that Pokemon, it will evolve into um, an Espeon, Umbreon, Flareon, Jolteon, Vaporeon. Any any of the variants of Eevee or Glaceon and Leafeon. But now they have Sylveon, which is the fairy version of Eevee. And the fairy version's name is Kira. So I nicknamed my Eevee Kira. And I already have way over the 70 hearts. So this morning, once it dropped, I evolved my Eevee. And my Eevee is... Running around all happy in the game right now. Oh, nice. Yes. So that 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 was a nice little tidbit that I just wanted to throw out there for everybody because it 
it it was it, it was cool. It, it's been long waited. Like it, it's been over. It, I feel like Sylveon should have been in the game last year, and we finally got and we finally got her today. So it's nice. Yeah. So, but yeah. And now I'm trying to get a second one in the game because I have a shiny Eevee. And yeah, that that's about it. <laughs> All right, then. All right. So, well, I feel like we kind of chit-chatted a, a little bit. You ready to get on into our history moment, Doug? <clears throat> oh, definitely. All right. So uh, this week, Holy Matrimony um, debuted in Japan June 11th, 1998. And here in the States, March 13th, 1999. And I know damn well that mine happened in 2014. So, Doug, you beat me to the chase this week. What is yours? So, on March 13th, 2005, by uh, part, for goodness sakes, I talk. Um, Bob Iger is named CEO of Walt Disney International, seceding. Michael Eisner. Oh, okay. And just to kind of earmark the occasion, the first movie released under his umbrella was The Rookie. Uh, That's a baseball movie starring uh, Dennis Quaid. And the first animated film of the Iger era was Lilo and Stitch. Well, dude, I remember going to see Lilo and Stitch at a drive-in movie theater. You remember those? I do remember drive-ins. I thought they were going to make a comeback this past year, but kind of, sort of, not really. Yeah. (laughs) I also thought that we were going to be on the bunch where all movies are are going to be on on on-demand or movie theater, like you take your preference and come to find out with this new Saw movie. Yeah, um, I'm so pissed. And I I know it's first world problems, and and I understand that, and I I recognize my privilege. But I don't... And maybe I'm jaded or whatever. I don't really get hyped on movies, and I'm not like, you know, chopping at the bit, losing sleep about this one. But it hooked me on the trailer. Yes. And it's and it's not a Marvel movie. So like, I mean, obviously like I watched the Phase 4 Marvel trailer the other day and I was like geeking out cuz they like had a bunch of like release dates and shit. Yes. Um <laughs> so, so I mean, obviously that one, but like I was like it's a Saw film. I was like, yeah. And I was like, that's Chris Rock. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, it doesn't look like it's going to be like bloody bloody. And I was like, oh shit. Because, like, the last couple Saw films, it was like, how many different ways can we kill these kids? Yes. Right? Like, I don't get that vibe on this one. I mean, I could be totally wrong when I watch it. But I get that they're trying to be a little more methodical with their approach. And I'm I'm, I'm excited. I <laughs> And I'm, I'm going to pull the curtains back just a little bit. I know this is a Pokemon uh, podcast, but I I literally begged my wife. I was like, Babe, I was like, you think uh, we could have a little date night on Saturday night and go and watch this new Saw movie? And she's like, okay. I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah. And anyone that knows my wife knows that my wife has been very 
um, put offish or like, like cautious. not wanting to cautious. Yeah, cautious. She's been extra cautious when it comes to the whole COVID situation. And I actually talked her into going to watch Saw this upcoming Saturday. So we got a little date night going this Saturday. There you go. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I was so mad that I found one. I didn't even know they made another one until it was already in theaters. And once once I saw saw that, I was like, ooh, I wonder what streaming service it's on. I was like, oh, it's not on a streaming service. Awesome. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. Cause, and I'm trying to think, like, it's Lionsgate, right? So it would be... Twisted Films. I thought it was Lionsgate. Okay. Nope, Twist, Twisted Pictures. Yeah, so yeah, I don't even know what that would be affiliated with. Uh, not sure, to be honest. I wish I knew. But... All right. Uh, I know people are probably wanting to turn us off, but ah, there's a skip button. <laughs> uh, my my date happened in 2014, and this is the date that Captain America: The Winter Soldier premiered in Los Angeles. And we we thought that we kind of tie this in because um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, basically just finished off about a month ago. Because we're about to get what next week. Next week or the week after, we're getting Loki? Uh, the week after, I think. Okay. So by the time you're hearing this, Loki's already out. But um, as we're recording this, we have about two weeks left before the Loki premiere. So that that's how far we've gone in the Marvel Universe. And you, you, you even just tied in um, that they just brought out a bunch of release dates. Now, I haven't saw, I haven't watched that yet. That's something that's on my, on my to-do list. Now, have they said that if it's going to be on Disney Plus with these movies and theaters or how are they doing I I this was to me it was leaning heavy on hey let's all get back to theaters okay gotcha well poop <laughs> the, well the, I mean you got to figure you know and I mean obviously you know we're saying this and you said this episode's not going out for a month so who knows what's going to happen in a month but as we're sitting here on <clears throat> May 25th, we seem to be rounding a corner. Yes. So, so you know, and, you would hope that we could be in theaters by, you know, Black Widow, let's say. Yeah, well, I'm ready to go back to theaters this Saturday. <laughs> right. So, and I'm 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 done. I mean, I I I did my part. I I'm I'm fully vaccinated. You're you're about to get your second dose as well. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a couple weeks out. Yes, the twelfth. So yeah. So yeah, by the time this episode comes out, um, you, you'll be fully vaccinated, and um, they're they're talking about all bringing all sports back um towards the end of July, especially out here in Illinois land, and I cannot wait for that. Man, I can't wait, but we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I mean. Because, you know, certain theaters have been open. Like, I think our our movie theater out by us has been open. But it's like, you know, it's like now that I've got, you know, one dose in, I'm like, well, am I, at this point, I might as well wait until I get that second dose. Yes. And, you know. Yep. Do your part. Get vaccinated, everybody. Um, if you If you don't believe in it, it's perfectly fine. I'm not pushing it on you. But if you if you want to. 
definitely do your part. Let's get this world back to what it needs to be. And so we can go go ahead and take these masks off and be free again. So well, my, my middle finger on my left arm fell off. <laughs> We're turning into zombies, man. We're turning into zombies. Hey, we all saw that match at Backlash. <laughs> we all want to wish that we didn't. Oh, <laughs> all right. So, so you're ready, Doug? Yeah, I am ready. All right. Let me go ahead. I'm about to turn on the good old Pokemon episode. I'm recording this from my theater room, everybody. You're probably like, theater room? Yes, I have a legit movie theater in my basement of my home. Sticky awesome. floors and everything. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been that long yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. So, so you're good to go, Doug? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go ahead and get this on in then. Let's see. This week's episode, we start off. Do I have the subtitles on? Yes, I do. All right. So Ash, Misty, and Brock are walking, and we see the egg. And this is one of the rare moments that we actually see Brock holding this egg because, I mean, we all know this this um, Pokemon is Togepi um, that will come out on a future episode, I think, on in two weeks. Two, two weeks. Yeah. yeah, in two weeks, um, we're going to have Togepi. So we all know that this um, egg belongs to Togepi. And Brock is over there being a mother and father figure for this egg. And we come up to a missing, um, a missing sign. And it has what looks to be James from Team Rocket as a, as a cute little boy. Yeah, and as soon as we get a shot of him, we go to the title card. Yes. So, like, how much shit are they about to pack into this episode? That we're into the title sequence a minute and, like, 22 seconds in. Yes. So, we we got um, Holy Matrimony. And there we go. The Ash and the gang are, are looking at the sign. They're like, that can't be. James. And then you you can tell how fast forward this episode is going to be. I mean, I, I don't think anything can go any faster than last week's episode. But um, as soon as they're looking at this sign, here pulls up this big blue and yellow limousine and a guy rolls the window down with a blowhorn and screams into um, the trio's ears, have you seen the boy in that photo? Duh. And, you know, Ash says, well, if that's James from Team Rocket, then yeah. So, and the guy's happy and he throws him into the limousine and he drives off. So, I'm curious. Yes. Does this guy just drive up and down that road, just waiting for people to walk by that sign every day? Apparently. Um, I don't know if they had, you know, and... I don't want to give too many spoilers as we're going through um, this episode because we are reviewing it. But I kind of had the feeling um, after watching this episode and kind of putting two and two together that, um, well, uh, I can't say it yet. Okay, I can't say it yet. I'm going to give my assumption in about 10. So, okay, so as soon as 
the trio hops into the limousine with this guy. So random, random old man coming up and picking up these these kids, and Ash and the gang just go and jump into the car. Just all right. They didn't jump. They were they were basically accosted. Yeah, they were. They they didn't go on their own free. I mean, we'll see in a couple of minutes. They're sitting back in that limo drinking tea. So I mean. <laughs> I still wouldn't have been. I don't know this guy. I'm not going to be drinking any tea. But I'm not getting in that damn car. Exactly. So as soon as that, uh, as soon as they leave in the limousine, Jesse from Team Rocket, because of course they're following the trio, right? Uh, walk up to the missing sign and goes, "Hmm, this kid looks a lot like you, James." And James looks over and he's like, "You think so?" I think he looks really pathetic. And me, I was like, yeah, that's what she means, James, right? We better investigate. And James looks just so disheartened. He looks down. He doesn't want to be here right now. He wished they took the left over at the fork of the road instead of making that right. Like he 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 had he has so many emotions going through him right now. And if he really was that conflicted, he should have just turned around and walked away. <laughs> I have, I I find it hard to have sympathy for this guy. So he's standing at the sign, and Jesse and Meowth go running away, and then they come back because James is like, "I'll just stay right here. I'm just gonna stand here." And they're like, "Oh no, you won't!" And they pick him up like like a ladder and just run him away. So it's not exactly like he's dragging his feet because he could have just gone dead weight. Yes. Um, So then we're back in the limo. And like I say, um, you know, they've got tea and crumpets. And uh, one of them makes a crack about feels like, you know, we passed the mailbox half an hour ago or the front gates or whatever. And, um, you know, they pull up and I think Brock says, this place is huge. I've seen shopping malls that are smaller than this place. And, and, the, and the guy in the limousine that's that's with them, he's like, this is a small house. I was like, what the fuck? The, the, the building behind it is the master house, and they all fucking faint. <laughs> he he had the, enough nerve to say that the big old mansion that they pulled up to first is all for the growler. Well, which we don't know was, that yet. Huh? We don't know that yet. You're talking about spoilers. Ah. Uh, he well what what was the what was the term? He said doghouse. Oh, he said it's the doghouse for um the Pokemon um for the Pokemon trainer that that they used to be his trainer. No, no, no. It says Growly. It says the little doghouse is for Growly, the favorite Pokemon of Master James. Yeah, but you don't know what a growly is at this moment. It's a growly. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> so, so yeah, they they as you said, they all faint, and then the butler. Um, I'm gonna call him the butler now because I I hate being around the bush. But the butler, um, has the trio walk with him into this big old mansion, and behind them is Jesse. Meow and good old James, who does not want to be anywhere near this place right now. And 
Jesse's like, we're in, we're in a lap of luxury. And they're like, we hit the jackpot. We hit the jackpot. And James just wants nothing to, to, to do, to do with this. Doug, you want to take the entrance into the mansion? Far away, look in his eyes. So yeah, they walk in and, and bang up front two big coffins. This is bullshit. (laughs) Coffins and a, a big family portrait and, the the butler basically says, as soon as young Master James ran away, his mother and father lacked the strength to go on, and just today they passed on, which means that this house belongs to Master James. As <clears throat> pardon me, as long as he's married today or within twenty four hours of their passing, yes, and Team Rock is up in the in the uh, crawl space and they say is this place really yours and James is like like you said he doesn't want to be there but he, well, apparently yeah he's he's like yeah apparently this is all mine and Jesse and James are just besides themselves because they're they're sitting here they're like we're sitting here trying to capture a Pikachu to get rich and steal money if you ha- and back home, you can give up being Team Rocket, and you're you're living in a in a life of luxury. It's like what? Yeah. Like, I mean, Jane. I mean, Jesse is one to talk because she she grew up rich as well, but still. But um, we find out from the butler that well, yeah, I went. I was a little. I was a little ahead of my skis on this one, but yeah. No, no, you're good. <laughs> uh, we find out from the butler that uh, that Master James ran away, and that his parents at the, <laughs> this is such bullshit. Uh, his parents could not move on, and their hearts were so broken that because he had left, they couldn't live anymore, and they passed away, and they died. So- so in yeah, I, and I don't mean where, to say this is bullshit, but you 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 know what what we're about to get into, and it's complete bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go then. And then yeah, like I say, that's when we got the stipulations about you know this is James' inheritance as long as he gets married, you know, within twenty four hours, and you know, cut to cut to the three of them. I, I mean, I guess I should say the four of them because you got to include Pikachu. They're sitting on the front steps of this place, saying, "Boy, it's awful. I hope we run into um, James soon." And wouldn't you know who won the pony? We hear a scuffle up on the roof or in the attic or whatever the fuck. And Team Rocket come falling out of the sky and landing on their face. Yes. So as soon as they land on their face, they <laughs> Jesse is arguing with James. She's like, come on, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go and get the money. We got to go and get the money. And James is sitting there and he's like, I don't want to go in. I don't want to go in. And Ash and Brock are like, will you stop? His parents just passed away. He's got to come to their funeral and James goes, never! And then he kind of thinks about what he just said. 
at that point. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm so confused. My, I feel like I'm being ripped apart. And one of them goes, I think he's got amnesia. And I was like, yeah, he did just fall on his head. I mean, to be completely fair, I mean, because this is like a cobblestone walkway. I mean, you know. So it's at this point that he's like, it's all a blur to me. I remember flunkering out of Pokemon Tech and joining a bicycle gang. I only remember one scene before that. It was a dark and stormy night. A boy was wandering far from home with his loyal Growlithe Growly. Let's see what. Come on, hurry up. I, he basically tells uh, Growly to go on. He's not going to make it. Go on and save yourself. And, and, he's, and he's dead. <laughs> he tells the story about himself dying. And, he, and we come, we flash back to the uh, present time, and James stands there and go, or is sitting there, and he goes, "And that boy passed on in the night, and and froze, and and Growly cried at his side all night." And which one of them snaps him out of it? <laughs> oh, let's see. So, because team, because um, well, it, it wasn't it, anyone that really snapped him out of it, but Misty, it, Misty, because because the other one, everybody else was crying. Yeah, everyone's crying at the story, and Misty is sitting there, and she's she's like, everybody, James is right here. He's not dead. And James sits up and goes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am here. I am alive. And then, he, and then he's like, ah! And then he, you know, he, he curls into a ball again, basically. <laughs> My head hurt. So, but um, it's at this point that we find out um, that James needs to um, get married in order to get all of this inheritance. And it's it's told to him again. And as long as he marries her with within the 24 hours that he gets the mansion, he gets all the money, he gets everything. And, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, Jesse is under the assumption that they could just fake a wedding and just take the money from there. And James isn't even hearing that. He just runs off <laughs> and freaking Meowth and Jesse have to lasso him back. and. You know, this is where we get um, Brock and Ash are kind of on their high horse. You know, oh, he should be able to marry whoever he wants. And, you know, basically tell him, uh, tell Team Rocket says, you know, mind your business, basically. And I then th we have sheer stupidity. Yes, okay. just straight dumbness. Okay, so we cut straight from that to Jesse and Meow. Um, dressed in all black, and they they immediately say that the, these um, invisible disguises are great. So they think that they're invisible, and they're hiding behind James, who walks up to the door and knocks on it. So they're holding James' arms, and they're working his arms, making it seem like he's really there. And <sighs> did they really think that they were invisible, Doug? I... <laughs> Like, it how had, old are they? It had been a minute since I saw this episode. Like, and I mean, as you're watching it, you know, bits and pieces come back to you. Yes. 
And before I hit go, I was like, I remember there's being something about basically puppet suits. Yes. Because they're basically treating James like as a he's a goddamn marionette. But I was like, I don't remember how long they go with the bit that James or uh, Meowth and Jesse aren't there. So it's at this point they walk in and James sees the two coffins and Jesse's talking for James. Oh, I, I forgot to say um, James' mouth is tied, so he with can't a piece talk. Of, with a piece of white cloth, not even yes. black cloth. So like the butler at this point is just will, willingly ignoring the white cloth over his mouth. Yes. So because it it doesn't matter because James is home. So Jesse at this point is speaking for James and she's like, oh, mommy and daddy, it's true. I'm back. I'm back home um, after a long um, journey to get my money. And everyone's like, huh? Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm and Meowth is like, you're blowing it. I'm here to get married just like it says in your will. I want cash, not a check. (laughs) they're just making money jokes like left and right with with james right here and then you know jesse says oh i i should have been back sooner and this that and the other and then we start hearing laughter from the goddamn coffins and this is where i called bullshit yeah because then they uh james mother and father pop out of the coffin and do the opening lines of their motto the team rocket motto and jesse and meow they're like well it's ghosts and this is where james gets a bit of a backbone and goes they're not ghosts you imbeciles they fake their own death (laughs) so is that this uh point that his parents sit here and they okay his parents I had a I had a problem with this scene, and this is where they should have known that things were not what they thought they were. But his parents say this was the only way that we were going to be able to get you back back home, so um, you can go ahead and get married because we basically we have an arranged marriage for you. And it's at this point that they tell the butler to go and get James ready, and the butler and both arms right jesse and james and yowth and runs up the stairs though. right <laughs> like what so and then you go okay they were just playing along with it long enough to get him in the door and so that the parents could reveal that they were you know faking yes but then we get into the room and Jesse and Meowth are still behind James because James is tied in the chair at this point. Well, no, not quite, but he's he's being held down by James and Meowth or by Jesse and Meowth. <laughs> You'll get it. <laughs> so the butler knows that um, Jesse and Meowth exist and are there because, like you said, he used both arms to pick him up. Yes. But are they still there? I mean, I'm taking it that they're still playing along with the idea that James has amnesia. And this is like a a coping mechanism. They go, well, James was an eccentric child. Maybe he just needs this for them, for him to think that they're his imaginary friends or something. 
and we're not going to talk about it because he's here and he's going to get married in a second. <laughs> yeah, we finally got him back. We're not going to blow it. So just just follow along. So they're in the room and this female um, is sitting in a chair and she just starts talking. Well, yeah, she starts talking, saying basically saying, welcome back, James. And Meowth is like, oh, wow. She sounds a her lot. Her voice is like catnip. Yeah, her voice is like catnip. I'm in love. And she pulls uh, what what I is that a fan? Doug? Mm-hmm, is would yeah. you call it a fan? Okay. Uh, she pulls the fan um, from in front of her face, and it's a girl that looks just like Jesse, like to the T. And and they even do a little panning back and forth between. Um, Jesse's face and this girl's face, and the only difference is Jesse wears her hair up, and this girl wears her hair down. The and we old... have a, a big comedic wah, you know, reveal, and I got to imagine that was the act break. Um, and then you know we get the obvious, uh, you know, Meowth stating the obvious, and and of course Jesse doesn't see the comparison, and. Of course, of course, she doesn't see see the comparison because she she's in here saying that this girl looks ugly, and literally, and um, James is sitting there and he's like, or no, Meowth is like, she has your face. <laughs> it's like twins. <clears throat> so at, at this at this moment, James is basically sitting there, um, going. Uh, well, he's he's talking to Meowth and and Jesse at this point, and this girl, which we don't have her name yet, um, is she? She's like, why do you keep talking to yourself? So she's in on the game too. They didn't. They haven't said her name yet. Uh, did they say Jezebel yet? I'm I'm almost certain they said it when she turned her chair around. Okay, so yes, Jezebel. Um, that's, that's the name of the, uh, of the nice, pretty woman. And she is talking to James. She's like, James, why are you talking to yourself? And Jesse puts her hand over his mouth and goes, you can't blow this. You have to get married because if you don't get married, you don't get the money and you don't get the house and you're going to blow this. So <laughs> they're, they're, Meowth is basically telling him too. He's like, we're counting on you to make all of us stinking rich. <laughs> and J- James is just fighting him in this chair. And then um, we find out that um, Jezebel is, in fact, a real girl because she can move and, and talk on her own. And she goes, well, I have an idea. Why don't we all <clears throat> go down to the basement? <laughs> Oh man, I wish. <laughs> so yeah, they 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 say let's go down to the basement, but she doesn't say just say let's go down to the basement. Let's go down to the basement so I can show you all of your inheritance. Is what all she of your tells. Inheritance. <laughs> and they go, and you know, Jezebel goes through the whole sob story about you know ever since you ran away, you know, blah da 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 da. Jesse has a good line about it. It's nice to be back, back here reunited with my money. And, <laughs> and she's like, "Huh?" 
And he's like, with you. With you. (laughs) There's money jokes throughout this entire episode. And and, and, we stop in front of this heavy iron door. And and she goes, your inheritance is in here. And she presses a button and it opens up. And Meowth and Jesse are like foaming at the mouth, waiting to, to see what's inside of this door. And they walk in. And it's a bunch of Jimmy Quick. Yeah, it's basically a a home gym, basically. <laughs> Which I'm I, <laughs> I call this the fetish. Yeah, I mean we've all seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Um, <laughs> you you've watched that movie, Doug? No. I have. I mean I've I've seen the parts that matter, but <laughs> <laughs> me, me me and my wife watch that movie at least twice a year, all three. All right, I don't need to know what you do on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, at the it's at this point that yeah they they see all the gym equipment and Jesse has uh, has a funny line. She's like, "Huh? What's all this junk?" And, and James has as I think he's snapped. He's like, "You idiots! She tricked you to bring you down here." And Jesse goes. How'd she spot us? He's like, <laughs> you imbeciles, you're not invisible. And it's at this point that his father and his mother are inside of the room with them, um, standing on top of, uh, of the workout equipment. Uh, mother has a flute. The dad has a, has a bong. And Jezebel has a whip. <laughs> has a what? A whip. No, the, the father has a what? Um, I thought it was a gong. You said bong. Oh, my bad. <laughs> weed, man, weed. I was like, um, Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, not not a bong. I didn't mean to say that. I talked everyone. But um, father has a gong. The mother has a um has a flute and or not a flute, a whistle. And um, let's That's see. That's a flute. You're right. Yeah, and. Jezebel, Jezebel switched she outfits. Has a whip, she has a whip and she's looking like a like the leader of a three ring circus. Yes, like just full get up and everything, just right there. I'm like, oh, okay. And i i got I got funny. Like, I, I want to know. Really, I we need to start getting the writers on on our show to kind of get the background of some of these episodes. Because it's at this point that uh, they look, everyone's looking at Jesse and Meowth in these black outfits, right? And they're like, can they see us? And they explain, you guys are idiots. We saw you the whole time. We had to play your little game to get James back here, to get down here. And it's at this point that Jezebel with the whip starts chasing James around the damn workout room. Just whipping his ass. <laughs> As James is running, he has a good line because his mother and father are just sitting at the sitting at a table, just drinking some tea. And he goes, and he's running by, and he goes, "If you two were better parents, you would stop this." <laughs> and let me see. Give give me one second. I'm gonna. He's oh, because Ash and um. Ash, Misty, and Brock was like, 
should we try to help? And Brock's like, I would like to get get involved um, in family in, in family squabbles, which is bullshit because that's that was the that was the whole genesis of the fighting tournament episode, the battling EB brothers, um, <laughs> the the freaking parasect. Um, I'm sure there's more that I'm not thinking of. Uh, almost every episode of Pokemon that we've gone over, they're with somebody's family. Family squad. Don't like to get involved with family squad. <laughs> Brock just knows his place. He's like, he, because <laughs> he, we, we can't have Brock over here, like, um, getting all, like, horned up with Jezebel, because that, oh. that would mean that he's attracted to Jeff. So. No, he, see, but if, if Team Rocky can't make that jump, then I'm not trusting it to be put on a, 10 or 15 year old <laughs> so um at this point let me because my my episode kind of uh was fast forwarding Let's then we see. get then we find out jezebel's go-to pokemon is a vile bloom yes so and it's at this point that she if that good old dexter comes out and we get we get told that I'm I'm sorry, I'm kind of all over there. It says Bioplume, the flower Pokemon. Using the largest flower petals on its body, it spreads loud, large clouds of pollen that causes allergic reactions. So <laughs> Jezebel sits here and goes, Bioplume, use your stun spore to slow down James to keep him from escaping. So she's trying to paralyze this dude. Well, I mean Yes, in reality, yes, but stun spore in this instance is just treated like a like a sleep aid. Yes, which is bullshit because there's such a thing as sleep powder. Yes, it's sleep powder. So I don't know. Well, and <clears throat> Jezebel walks over. She has a gas mask on after she tells Bioplume to use um, stun spore, and she's like, "Hey, sleeping like a baby." And the uh, the um, the butler basically gives them the bums rush out the door, and you know everybody's trying to to regroup. And um, I think is it Misty says, you know, every rose has its thorn. No, Jane uh, Brock says every rose has its thorn, and. Misty says, well, she's more like a cactus, which, you know, not bad. Um, and they're kind of sitting there. They're they're all kind of dejected. And then we start hearing a commotion <clears throat> coming from the doghouse. Yes. And it's like, Growlithe! and then all of a sudden, good, good old Growlithe, um, James, uh, I don't want to say his first Pokemon, but one of his first Pokemon comes running and just headbutts the front door. and. It's just standing there. So Pikachu um, starts pointing, and Ash is like, "Huh? Uh, what's it want?" And if some, and Meowth goes, "If it wants somebody to open the door to that doghouse." So the the trio goes over there. Well, everyone goes over there, and the door is locked at this point, and 
He's like, can someone give me a hand with this door? And they're like, sure, Ash. And they all tug and they pull and they pull and they pull. And what happens, Doug? Well, I think the combination of all of them pulling backwards plus Growlithe making one final lunge towards the door is enough to unlock the door. Um, Ash gets stepped on. (laughs) Gets a nice little footprint right on his face. And then we cut back to the mansion where Jezebel has James countered, countered, cornered. And And she's telling him it's time to get married. And then, you know, James has one final plea for Growly. He comes running, um, stands in front of James. It would have been cool to see this because he this is years and years later. How is this Growlithe not evolved into an Arcanine? Well, right. I mean, that was my that was my first thought because, I mean, and fuck it. At this point, I'm gonna skip around because it's relevant to the discuss to our specific discussion because we we have a there's a scene uh, a flashback later. Yes. Because um, James makes mention of the fact that they've basically been there's an there's been an there's been an agreement in place since they were really young children that they were get married and james says well i i always hated hoity-toity society because you know i always felt that it was better than me and nothing that i ever did was good enough and we see a flashback of young james running out of the mansion and calling for growly as he goes running by and we see them running up the road and we see young Jezebel running down the steps of the manor with an oddish. Yes. So her oddish can evolve. Into a bioplume. Which is two evolutions, right? Yes. It it evolves into gloom and then bioplume. Right. But we've already, in terms of the show, we've already been introduced to gloom. Yes. So So, yeah, that can evolve, but yeah, no Arcanine for James. Which is kind of ridiculous, even if it is mainly been in the doghouse this whole time. Something so, to be said for life experience. I know. So at it's at this point that they they know that they've been keeping Growlithe away because Growlithe doesn't like anybody that's inside of this house right now. So once he get once he gets in there, uh, Jessica's like, "Who let this ratchet thing in here?" And she, she's like, Bioplume, get rid of this horrid thing. And Bioplume sits there. And as Stunspore is spewing out a Bioplume, Growlithe grabs um, James and busts out the window into the doghouse. And everyone is just inside waiting inside of the doghouse as Jezebel flash forwards to the top of the damn uh, building. Looking like daggum. Yes. So at this point, they're they're inside of the doghouse and Jesse's like, your fiance is truly despicable. And uh, Meowth is like, told you she's just like (laughs) Jesse. And it's at this point that Jesse just gets pissed and she just starts stretching Meowth's face like the animal abuse in this episode. Well, yeah, because she's she's hit him and put a knot on his head, 
Um, she's wrestled with him already once, and she makes a comment. She's like, I'm going to make your mouth bigger. So, yeah, Pour Me Out has just been getting the shit end of the stick all episode from Jesse. So, um, and, then, and then that's when we get the flashback that you had mentioned um, mm-hmm. um, at um, a minute ago. So we're going to fast forward through that part because you kind of put it in the episode where it should have been. But now we're at the point where Jezebel breaks down um, a section of the wall with her bioplume and breaks into the room that everybody is standing yeah, and um, and Meowth and Jesse are launched out. Yes. So the only people that are left are our heroes and uh, James and and Growly. And then, you know, so it looks like we're going to have a proper battle. Um, do we <laughs> have we gotten the the Pokédex entry? I mean, other than. Like, because was it a surprise that Growly turns out to be a fire Pokemon, or was it mentioned in Dexter's initial entry and I just skipped over it? Um, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Um, if it, no, it was, it was. Yes, he is a fire Pokemon because it's at this point when um, Vileplume is using her stun for Ash goes Pikachu, um, Thunderbolt, and then. James goes growly, it's weak, flamethrower, and freaking just toast this bioplume to shreds. And, you know, nothing wrong with a <clears throat> cooked mushroom. You know, they're delicious. Um, <laughs> and, and Jezebel and Jezebel starts running away with bioplume. I'm going to I'm gonna say, even though they didn't have bioplume um, on fire running away, but that would have been a nice visual in this episode, but I'm going to say that Bioplume was toasting running out of this room. Well, and just give me a second because I've, I've got an issue with old Jezebel here. Okay. So we cut to James parents and the Butler on the bridge, feeding some food to a couple magic carbs. And from their point of view, we see Jezebel coming up to them and they, Oh, here's, here's lovely Jezebel, what a fine daughter-in-law she's going to turn out to be. And she just trucks them over and, <laughs> you know, says, you know, I hate that growl if, you know, Vileplume is in the pileup. Yes. So she runs away from her Pokemon. Yep. And she wants nothing to do with any of this anymore. Right. So, yeah, it's this was so. This was basically it. Uh, we we get to the end of the episode, and we we find out we we have we have a nice visual of of James getting ready to say his goodbye to his um, Growlithe. He's like, bullshit. Growl- "What do you mean bullshit? Bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Take him the fuck with you." Well, he says that Growlithe needs to stay. Bullshit. <laughs> why it's literally his strongest pokemon you're not wrong you're not wrong i know i'm not this is i'm getting sick and tired of people leaving pokemon in this show <laughs> oh well, well you have a long journey ahead of you man i know <laughs> <laughs> but, 
my friend, all the Pokemon that gets left behind in this series, it's ridiculous. Bullshit. I know. So, so yeah, he says his tearful goodbye that he doesn't have to say, and then we see Jesse and Meowth are walking, and they say, well, I guess James chose to hang up his Team Rocket uniform. And then in the distance, we get prepare for trouble, and we find out that James is in the freaking hot air balloon. Yes. And, you know, Jesse does it back, and then we get this cheesy freaking rom-com scene where James scoops the basket low enough to scoop Jesse up, and they have kind of a, you know, a they, moment. they have a moment, and you know, they basically agree that they're better as, as Team Rocket and everybody's all happy because they're they're reunited and then we find out, oh shit, Meowth's not in the basket. <laughs> so, and that's really kind of how we end up ending this episode this week. Well, except for the fact that Jezebel oh. is chasing our trio, which makes no sense because the last time we saw Jezebel, she was trucking over motherfuckers on the bridge yes and so why is she back running after that makes no sense it, it looks like she was running after ash or brock i'm gonna say brock and i think this is probably the one and only episode that we're ever gonna get where brock is running away <laughs> from a female that wants him oh that ha well at, at this point but i'm sure that happens again <laughs> i'm sure it does so yeah, and that, that's how we end this week's episode. We don't get the, the good old goodbye from Ash and the and the gang saying goodbye to the to James family or anything. No, because they're they were healed. Yes, they're bad guys. So yeah, that 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 that's that's this week's episode, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Not 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 too keen, are you? I was okay with it. I was like, this is a good episode. This yeah. is fine. And then as I'm reviewing it, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I could, I could totally take or leave this episode because nothing nothing has changed. No, nothing has changed. It was a filler episode. It was a complete filler episode. You're right. So um, all right. Well, that's this week's episode, but we're not done with this podcast as of yet because we have an announcement that we that um, if you stay to the end of this episode, thank you, and you get to hear this this great announcement. Well, it's, you know, it's <clears throat> you know we talked about um, we talked about last week's episode. We had uh, we had the 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 fantastic Jason Page. Um, you know, guest starring and playing some of his music and singing some of his songs. Well, if you if you like episodes where we have guests, well, we got another one next week. Yeah, you'll definitely want to stay subscribed because we have yet another fantastic guest coming into your feed. We have well, you, you always describe him better. Yes, we have YouTube sensation Blaine's. So if you follow Blaine's, he is a big um, Pokemon fan, and he has a whole YouTube channel dedicated to Pokemon. And he will be making a guest appearance on next week's episode 
Um, so near, yet so far-fetched. And I think, you know, we've mentioned on numerous occasions that we that we try to record in advance and, you know, we try to have a bit of a stockpile, you know, just in case we need a, a break or what have you. Well, this was an instance where to accommodate um, the time difference. Because he lives in Japan. He lives in Japan, so we uh, we definitely had to, to work some things around. So the long and the short of it is we have recorded that episode. It was a great episode, too. It was a, it was a good episode. Um, it was... I mean... It was another filler. Yes, it's a, it's, it's a different episode. So without giving too much away, it's it's an episode that we don't normally get. And I don't think actually after this episode, we don't get another one like it. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was nice to, it was nice to chat with Blaine's. Um, you know, like I've said on numerous occasions, it's always nice to have guests on the show especially month of guests month of guests as you've been calling it yes and you know especially when we've got you know people in such prominent positions with pokemon you know blaine's is one of the the top like pokemon centric youtubers which is which was a, a nice get for us and it was it was good to chat with him for yeah. episode. yes absolutely so we hope you will um, listen to next week's episode. It's definitely a good one. It's a different episode, which we will go over next week. But other than that, do you have anything else to add, Doug? Uh, no. All right. Well, then go ahead and say your goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, do not miss next week's episode because it's a doozy. Have a good night, everyone.